And we're here on the k Podcast. Kim Brown from WGR Radio, Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, as we talk Lions football. Hello, Mike. Good morning, Ken Brown. It's, it's, it's The playoffs are here, almost here anyway. They're creeping up on us. Do we get the extra money for these extra podcasts now? For this, We, we did our 17-week commitment. I mean, we're in the week 18 now, 18th <laughs> game. I think we ought to get a little bonus extra for the work we've done this year, but uh, it's fun. To me, Mike, this is a fun week. This is what everybody's worked for the whole year. This is what you go to camp for, do all your stuff. And on top of that, the cherry is you get a home game. Oh, absolutely. Look, Teddy, that's the thing I've been looking forward to for for weeks, a home playoff game. This is this is what I wanted to see. You know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm really happy with the way things have happened. Well, let's recap, Michael. I don't remember, and I'll, I don't want to go back and check the tape, so I'll just ask you. What was your uh, prediction preseason for the Lions record this year? This year or last year? Why would I care last year? This year? Well, okay, technically last year, <laughs> but go ahead. Well, no, last season I had I had them nine and eight, and they ended up on that. I had them going ten and ten seven this year, with a maximum maximum for me would have been would have been twelve wins, and they got the twelve. But my pick was ten and seven. Mm-hmm. I so had I them at if eleven. Everything goes right; they could have gotten to twelve. I had them at eleven, and I understood if they had ten, but I had them at eleven. So I was on one game show. But amazing to me, after this is all over, they won twelve games. But I'm looking that they won 13 games. I know I shouldn't do that because you can take a game the that Dallas you lost. Game, they won that game. They won over. They, that Dallas game they won. I'm sorry. I, you can take that and you can spin it any five ways you want to do it. They should be 13-4. and four. And everybody says, well, they could have had the number one seed. I don't think so because then San Francisco would have had to play their guys and the Rams weren't. So San Francisco would have won that game. You still weren't going to get the first seed. But they could have had the second seed and they should have had it. And if the, no, not if. When they win the game this week and have to go to Dallas next week, I'm going to be mad all week. So this next week's podcast, you think I'm happy today. I'm going <laughs> to be mad next week because they got to go to Dallas because of that because of that call <laughs> instead of Dallas coming here, then we're we going to have problems next week. So just be aware of next week's podcast if that, if that scenario takes place. Ken Brown marches on <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> and you know what, Mike? The funny part about it is I got mad. I wasn't even mad after the Dallas game when it happened. I was upset with the call. But I was like, you know, they had just, you know, they had clinched the game before. So I was cool with it. You know, okay, we, you know, they we got job, but okay. But after the Minnesota game this last Sunday, I got madder at the Dallas game than I did the, when it happened. I, I was like really mad then. I was like, okay, well, now I'm mad. Well, because realized what it cost the other teams. The Lions being one of them, but they weren't the only team that got hurt by that call. It, it changed the whole bracket. It changed the whole bracket. And, you know, don't expect help from Washington. That's sad sack operation. If you expect help from them, forget it. That, you know what? Magic Johnson and the new owner, Harris, they got they got their work cut out for them because that is one sad organization. It certainly has been for a long time. It used to be the standard, you know, back in, back in the days it Gibbs and so on. Right. Not anymore. Not anymore. So anyway, the Lions now are playoff bound, and of all people they have to run up against, and I still, yeah. you know, everybody who has the league is scripted or whatever, you couldn't have wrote it any better. They're playing old friend Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams coming in. There's about five storylines in it, none of which actually have to do with the actual game, but it's all these subplots of golf, McGay, McVay, 
Stafford, Lions, uh, you know, coming back for the first time, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, I'm going to stick to more football, but if you got any quick comments on all the supplies, let's get it out the way now so we can get down to football. Look, if you want to get into them, get into them. If you don't, don't. It's that simple. It's very simple. If it bothers you, don't, I'm not saying, I don't mean you, I'm just saying in general, if it bothers you, don't get into it. If it does, if you don't care, you don't care. I don't it, Look, I'm a Matthew Stafford guy. I like, I like him. You know, I covered him for a long time. Not saying we're close personal friends or anything like that, but, you know, he's a guy that we knew. And I'm just kind of interested to see how this will turn out. He had a really nice year this year, a bounce back year. But it was a great day. He had 24 touchdown passes, 12 interceptions. That's not quite as good as I don't think as, as Jared Goff with 30 touchdowns and was 21 or 11 interceptions. 12. 30-12 like for Jared. No committee. Maybe I got him backwards there. Yeah, it's all right. I agree with you. Now, trivia question for Michael, who knows it all. Mr. Mike, know it all. What was the last time the Lions played a former Lions quarterback in the playoffs? A former Lions quarterback in the playoffs. I got you. I got you. No, you not, uh-huh. not yet you don't. Well, look, I, we don't have all day. This is not Jeopardy. You got to either know it or you don't. Eric Kramer. When did they play Eric Kramer in the playoffs? This is a good one, I think. It's very simple, Michael. I got to give it to you because we ain't got all day for you to be waiting around. No, so, isn't it? Uh, uh, can I just give it to you so we can move on? 94, 1994. Who? Chicago. No, they didn't play Chicago in the playoffs. It was Rodney Pete, the Philly game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Brown with the, with the trivia. That's 90, right. Ninety-five. Yeah. Right. So this has happened before. The Lions have played a former quarterback. Didn't turn out real good the last time, as no, they they get they put up fifty on the Lions. But yeah. um, this year is Matt Stafford coming back. And you know what? I don't care who the Lions played after Sunday, and I and and I'm saying this on the fact the Lions haven't played. Great the last three. They played good the last three weeks. I think the Dallas, I mean, the Denver game was the closest to a real great game. And, and if you remember, they didn't start off good that game offensively. So they haven't really just grinded the team out. Well, they scored six touchdowns. Right, they, they scored, scored five times row. But remember, even, even Campbell said himself, you know, we started slow. They didn't start scoring until like almost the second quarter. Okay. So I'm just it, saying, they haven't played a full stomp them game. That's all I'm saying. I said, that was the closest, though to a, a full game, that game. But the you last three weeks. You, you, don't, you don't think six six touchdowns in, in three quarters is stomping somebody out? Come on. No, I said a full game, Mike, which means from whistle to whistle. They had a great three quarters, no doubt. But the first quarter was not good. And Campbell admitted that after the game. He said, we didn't start off good. That's all admitted. I'm saying. <laughs> look, you can't look. You go argue with me. Go argue with the coach. The coach said it himself. Now you go argue with me, or you go argue with the coach. He was he was being nice to you. Okay, all right, whatever. But anyway, you know what my, my point I'm, I'm saying is that the last three weeks, I think they've been good at times. I don't think they've really, you know, put it all together since that Denver game. So I want to see them come out in the playoff game the way the 91 Lions or 92 game came out against Dallas that time because, you know, they, they came out fighting. Everybody goes back and remembers that, that game. A lot, of, a lot of people, more than most, were picking the Cowboys to win that game. You know, the Lions may have been fouled. I don't know if they were favorite or not, but the, the media was like, oh, this is the Cowboys. Jimmy Johnson's got these guys. They're ready to go. 
And remember that? And the Lions came out and stomped them. So that's what I want to see this week. That's what I want to see this week. Because you come in this house, it's going to be a crazy atmosphere. I don't even know what – you know what? I can't even imagine what the atmosphere is going to be like. Well, that's, that's, that, that stadium there is, is – Ford Field is built to make noise because, you know, it's down in the ground, it's dug out, and it just it reverberates down there when it gets rocking. I don't think we've heard it that – I don't think we've heard it that it's 2011 best yet. I really don't. I no. think that was the best. No. And and I, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. But it, it, it will be. Trust yep. me. And as we're doing this podcast, um, information just crossed the wire that Mike Vrabel has been fired. So another coach has been another coach has been thrown on the. Well, uh, one thing you got to keep in mind, though, there's already been some coaches fired before the before now. You yeah, know, no, I said another coach has been added to the list, so we can add right. those to them. But back to the Lions, as we're talking. Um, overall, give me your assessment before we go into the playoff game and the playoff week and what's going on. Give me your assessment overall of the season, and I mean by you know, play wise. Did you get what you expected? Are they worse at some aspects, better at some aspects? What did, what did you see overall now that you look back on the season? I mean, overall, I thought uh, I, I thought they'd get better defensively than, than they are right now. I mean, they've had some moments, you know, some big moments, but I don't, I don't think they've been consistently a good defensive team. And that, that, that really, to me, that's, that's, that really makes it tougher in the playoffs than it does any other time. And, because obviously, you know, it's one and out. You know, that's you're playing. It's, you know, you one one loss and you're out of the game. So everything means so much more. But that's the one thing about it. I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't they didn't get better defensively. Now, I think they've improved lately. I, I really do. But I, maybe not just not just not quite as much as I thought they would. I agree with that. I, I thought some people at the beginning of the season were going to step up didn't defensively. I thought that Pascal was going to have a big season after training camp, and he'd been hurting in and out. He's starting to play better now, but I thought I would see a more consistent guy mm-hmm. to that. Charles Harris disappeared. I, he's, I'm looking on milk cartons, can't find him. Um, Come on. I'm saying, Michael, they, they brought him back material. some expectations out of him. Nothing. Nothing. With um, Houston getting hurt, I think that is another reason why they didn't perform that way pass rush-wise. I, I, I thought that you would get at least seven, eight sacks out of him at that position. It just – he never played. So he got hurt, and that was it. Gardner-Johnson and uh, Mosley. Mosley did, were supposed to take up those slack in the D backfield, and both of them got hurt. So I think those were reasons why. But as bad as that was, I think coming into this playoffs and defensively, if you got a player on defense that can change a game by himself, you got a chance to have a real good playoff defense. And I think the Lions have that with Aiden Hutchinson. I tell you what, what he's done in the last two games, that's 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 I'm not saying it's historic, but it's it's right up there. I mean three sacks, one game, three sacks the next game. That's six in two games. And that wasn't even his best good. play. The that's the end around play was his best play. I mean, he does stuff besides just sacking the quarterback too. He's he, he's a difference maker right now, and if you got that that's going totally. into the playoffs, that's like Aaron Donald for the uh, Rams a few years ago. You got a guy that's just going to wreak havoc. You know, it helps everybody else on the back end. I think Gardner Johnson is going to help coming back, and I still believe you know rookies like Brian Branch and guys. They got a lot of guys that are Mike. They're not there yet, but you can see 
them all come together in one game and become a good defensive team. And with the offensive Lions have, you only need to be a good defensive team right now. Well, but they also have that good. I think they've got a good rotation going now at at, at, at safety on defense. I think they've got three guys who can play that position and, and, and alternate and, and 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 really make make some plays. Not just tackle guys, you know, downfield, but actually get in there and make make plays. I agree. Um, and offensively, now the Lions, um, they'll miss Laporta. You don't give away ten touchdowns and eighty something catches. You just don't get that away. But I, I tell you what, Mitchell showed me something uh, that, uh, Sunday against Minnesota. I, he made a hell of a catch, man. I mean, we they haven't used him, and everybody forgot about it, but he was drafted in the fourth round, but he had been hurt with ACL. He was, he was rated a second-round pick that he would have been if he wouldn't have been hurt. So, like I said, you're not going to get the production out of the porter that you would normally do, but you, you're not going to nothing. So I think that um, – They'll scheme up some stuff, and I think he'll get a couple of catches in his game if Laporta doesn't play, and I'm not even worried about that position. I think that, well, to I mean, me, go ahead. Yeah, but, Kenny, a couple catches isn't seven or eight a game. That's that's what you get from Laporta. Well, I was going to say, I was just going to add on to that. I think Jamison Williams is the one that's going to pick up those catches that Laporta would have had, and I think that's going to open the field so, up, yeah. too. You would hope so. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. And then, you know, another, this is one thing I have been disappointed in the offense this year. I thought Gibbs would be more of a pass catcher than they gave him. He he was they gave him a lot of passing and a lot of catches, but not the way I expected. I thought by the now they had been working him downfield a lot more. I just thought he'd be he'd be getting a lot more catches. He was a better runner than I expected. I didn't expect him to get almost a thousand yards, but I expected him to get more on the passing game, and it, it turned out to be kind of the opposite. Well, they got the yards out of them. They got the yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, I'm just so saying the way it worked. I just, yeah. yeah, I just thought it would have been different when we first drafted him and he was going to be this weapon. I thought he'd be more in the slide and he'd you know, do all this other stuff. But he became just a running back and a very good one. So him and Montgomery, that was a definite upgrade on that trade-off this year. Well, it's one more than than Jamar Williams. <laughs> <I've heard that. laughs> yeah, and you don't have to give it to him, right? <laughs> so, yeah. but ten touchdowns for two rookies, Mike. That's that's unprecedented to me. Gibbs yeah, with ten is. and Laporta with ten. You got twenty touchdowns out of two rookies. I think that's a. I think that's probably a franchise record. It's got to be. I can't imagine yeah. it happening anywhere else. So. Um, it's going to be a lot of, like I said, a lot of stuff going on this week, and you guys will have fun with it, and everybody have fun with the Stafford thing and have fun with it. But when it comes down to nuts and bolts, kickoff time, and I, I saw some quotes from Justin Jefferson yesterday, and he said they got to finish the job, but that Lions team is strong, plays hard, and is is very good. And from a guy like him saying that, I hear it around the league, but Mike, they play physical, good ball, and I'm telling you, that's that's the first thing in playoffs. The way Campbell has this team set up. No, I'd agree with that. You you hear that from everybody how hard they play, how tough they play, and how physical they are, and that 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 really that makes up you know that that can really fill up some holes for you if you're a tough tough physical team. And the, and the Lions, that's look, that's been Dan's Dan his his. Modus since he arrived here, yeah, from Dan Campbell is to be a tough physical team. He wants when you when you get hit, he wants he wants you to be remembered that you got hit. Yeah, and look at the the scoring averages of the the home games, and now I'll tell you what they're going to do. And the line, I'm telling you right now, the Rams' defense is not as good as Minnesota's defense, not as good as Dallas's defense. Now, to me, the Lions are going to score points. Just 
how many they can keep off the board, and that's going to be the, the, the deciding factor in this game. At home, in that dome, without injuries, of course, Lions put up points. They put up yards. They put up points. So I'm not worried about that part of the game. I'm just, like I said, if you can keep Stafford and them guys done to 21 points, you got a good chance to win this game. Under 21. 21 yeah. and under. Yeah, 21. I think the Lions going to score 35 to 38 points this game. I just do. I'm not impressed with the Rams' defense. And even though they've won seven out of eight games, look at who they played. And I watched that Giants game, a bad Giants team. That Giants had them beat, but uh, Tyrod Taylor misses uh, Saquon Barkley on the two-point conversion. And they miss a field goal at the end when the, the old Green Bay kicker, and I, I forgot his name. I was going to say Chester Marco, but not him. The other Green Bay kicker, the old Green Bay, he missed like a 50-yarder at the at the, at the the end of the game. They would have won it. So well, I'm not. 50-yarder is not exactly a, a gimme. Well, these days, a 50-yard is more than, a, to me, 60 to 70% making it. And, Mike, he wasn't even close on it. I mean, he's a, he was, you know, he, he, he can beat the Lions t- 10 years ago, that kicker. I forgot his name now. But, you know, he, now he's, he's a shell. So Max or Max or something Whatever like that. his name, I forgot. You know what? I hate Green Bay so bad, I don't even want to mention Green Bay's name. Any <laughs> Green Bay player, I don't, I don't mention their name on podcast. So, but I'm, I'm going to tell you another thing that I looked over, Mike, that I'm interested in. I thought Gardner Johnson, they'd ease him back in slow, you know, get him some reps, wow. whatever. He played 52 snaps out of 73 the other day. So that, that tells me he's going to be a factor coming up in this playoff game. No, when you're ready to play, you're ready to play. You're ready, you're ready to play your role. You know, that's, that's the way they used him. Yeah. And a couple other things I was interested point. in. Tyson Alulu, the uh, player they got, Alalu, Alulu, he played 33 snaps, and he's like the practice squad elevation guy, and, and really he he's getting the snaps that Bugs had. He had a lot of snaps. So evidently he had more snaps than Benito Jones, who's been slumping to me lately. But, um, <laughs> oh, yes, I, I think he's been slumping. I haven't heard Benito James, Jones' name called in about four weeks. So Not as much, right? Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, so they're, they're moving these guys in and out. I just think that the and um, as and I've been dogging the guy all year. Romeo Core is starting to play. I don't know if it took yeah. him that much time to get back from the the Achilles injury a year and a half, a year or whatever. But he's moving better to me out there now, and I actually notice him on the field. Well, he got you got a sack the other day. That was he, he said he's added something to that team. Remember in the well, Dallas game, he had one and they called it back for a penalty, but he had made the play. Remember they got called back, so you never yeah. saw it in the stat sheet. But he got to uh, Prescott in the Dallas game. Right. Yep, I remember that. Yep. Yeah. So he's he, like I said, I hadn't called his name in the, all year, Mike, to the last two or three games, and even Campbell said in the Monday press conference about Romeo playing good. So yes, he did. We were out. You always wonder why they didn't, you know, why they cut um, Irvin. You know, didn't bring him up after his three week elevation period in it, but that, probably this is the reason why Romeo's starting to play. Well, I mean, this is not exactly a newsflash, but they do look at how those guys practice and all that. They yeah. Read them and- yeah. And so, it's, look, they know what they're doing. Now, once the guys get on the field, things may change. But they get they get the right guys out there, that's for sure. Now, the way Campbell sounded money, it doesn't sound like Houston's going to play this week. You know, No, I don't know. I, I don't think he's going to. He's been practicing a couple weeks, but it just doesn't sound mm-hmm. like he's going to be ready this week. So, if you're expecting the big comeback from him this week, I don't know. He sounded more um, positive about LaPorta than he did Houston. And he wasn't positive about LaPorta, but I'm just saying, no, it really sounded be, like Houston's not ready. I'd be surprised, just me personally, this is not any inside information, I'd be surprised if, 
if, if any of those three guys play. That would surprise me. Who do you think is going to do the punt returning if um, Khalil is uh, not doing it, if he's out? Oh, who's the guy from Michigan that they signed? Uh, People's Jones? Yeah, I think that would be You think he'll be the guy? Yeah, he did it. He did it pretty well at uh, – at Cleveland. Well he was at Cleveland. Yeah, he used yeah. to do it in Michigan, uh-huh. too. He was the punt returner in Michigan and Cleveland. Too, yeah, like six, something like yeah. that. Cast Tech. Cast Tech. Just remember that always. Um, do you think – and another yeah. thing I think – don't be laughing at Cast Tech, Mr. Pershing. Uh, another thing, too, I think they're going to do a lot more skipper, six uh, lineman stuff in this game. They're just going to pound it down on the Rams. I, I just think they're going to get big physical with them and wear them out. Because if it's just like the Michigan game last night against Washington in the national championship game, you just pound those guys, and by the third quarter, man, they don't want any more of that. They just don't want it. Well, it's only one side of the field. I mean, it's not everybody's yet. But I think you know, Skipper has really added something. I mean, I, Kenny, this is honestly when after last season, I thought we would never see him again. I thought you know, he had his you know, he had his year. That's it. But he's been a he's been a contributor for that team from. You know, from week one this year, I, I'm, he's he's really given them something. He's like one of those guys Sparky and um, Jim Leland used to have on the on the Tigers roster. They couldn't play for anybody else, but they can play here because Skipper went to Indianapolis and got cut, and he was out of football, and they brought him back. But he just fits this team, and he yeah. contributes to this team. He might not yeah. be able to play anywhere else in the league. Remember, uh, who was the guy Sparky used to have all the time? He couldn't play, um, couldn't play anywhere else. The one he played there all over the place. Uh, Jim Wellwander. Remember, he used to have guys like that that you just – Remember, <laughs> you remember you, oh, you, he couldn't play for yeah. anybody else in the league, but Sparky loved him. And, and you know, and, and Don Kelly for Leland. You know, just guys that they're not playing anywhere else, but they're perfect for the team they're on. That's the Dan Skipper. Dan Skipper is the yeah. – is the uh, – the, that guy to to this team, he's the. Well, at least I, I I don't think there's another six foot ten offensive <laughs> lineman available anywhere either. Dan Skipper Kelly baby, that's what I'm gonna start calling. Dad Kelly Dan Skipper baby, because he's just oh. he's perfect for this team. He, he he represents what this team is about. He's just a gritty but, guy. Yeah. And, and and the funny part about it is, Mike is, is he's like the, the the last lineman on the squad. All this other stuff. But he's always in the middle of the biggest plays, like the the, the two point <laughs> last week and the, the catch yep. this week, and the, he's just he's just in the middle of things, man. He's just he's just one of those guys. I'll tell you that two pointer is going to be remembered for a long, long time, man. That'll be I'll tell you right now the the biggest plays in Lions history. They're what we remember for a long time. Marty Morningway taking the win, and that play right there <laughs> will be probably the next one that people remember. No matter if it's fifty years from now, that Marty Morningwick win thing nobody's ever gonna forget. They're not gonna forget well, that two point conversion. Well, that's yeah, okay. I'll, I'll stick with that. Is there any other ones? I think those are two. I just, yes, just, there is. And you know what? Some people say that this this turned the, the turned the tables against us. Eddie Murray in nineteen. Oh yeah, that's another one. That's exactly another one. That's yeah. Right. That's another one. Game winning field. The Monty Clark praying on the sidelines. That's no, right. No, 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 no. Not the one he missed. The one he made against the one he made against the Cowboys in, in Oh no, we don't forgot that one. That, that, that's a good, but that's a regular no, no, season game. No, 12, no, that was twelve men on the field. Right, I'm saying, but that was a regular season game. I thought you were talking about the miss. The miss, nobody's gonna forget. Well, that one too. Yeah, yeah that one but too. but that play, the that two point conversion, is gonna go right in with those plays too. In Lions history, absolutely, absolutely. The yeah. Calvin Johnson catch in in Chicago that they they waved off, even though that was a meaningless game, you know, in in the realm of the team wasn't Nobody that good. Can. But that was a play everybody's always gonna remember. 
That was right after Stafford got hurt. Right. And um, what was the quarterback's name from came from Phoenix, Arizona? I forgot. Oh, Sean Hill. Sean Hill came in and threw that ball. That's right. That's right. All right. Enough of memory lane, Michael. It's time. Um, we'll do a Friday podcast to predict the score. But I just want to close it on this. It's been an enjoyable season. Absolutely. People have complained the whole time, and people have applauded the whole time. But you cannot come away from this season <laughs> saying that you didn't have a good time and it was fun as you look back on it. And I hope the fun continues a couple of more weeks. But a very successful season to me, I give it a, a an A. An A? An A. Ken Brown gives something an A? I'm giving the season an A. I'm, you know, well, you went to, you went to Cast Tech. I'm surprised you know what. Well, you know what? You only, you only, <laughs> yeah, yeah you I thought you backtracked back that one off. Yes, yes. <laughs> you only do one. You only do one letter. You had to quit after that. <laughs> That's right. All right, Michael here, DetroitLions.com. I'm sure your coverage this week will be up to par, and you'll have a lot of stuff. So we'll look forward to that. And um, WJR uh, Mitch Album Show. Um, Anzalone was on yesterday. You might be able to catch it on WJR.com and the website. He was very informative yesterday. We had a good time with him. And uh, we'll check back at the end of the week, Mike, with our prediction of the game. But enjoy playoff. What do they call it? Wild card. There's a new name for this stuff, too. What? Wild card weekend or what? What are they calling? And, uh, they got, there's some stupid name for it. I'm going to tell you, before we go, too, I'm going to tell you another thing, too. I don't care how many deals the National Football League signs. It is a sin against humanity for them to put a game on Peacock, a playoff game. And that's all I'm going to say about it. And if the fans are going to revolt. They're not going to pay for that. And it is, it's, they shouldn't do it. I could not agree more. Could not agree more. They've made enough money. They've, They've made enough they money. Made is, there a, money. is there enough? You got There's the number one sport. In the, I saw this thing that went 93 out of the top 100 uh, TV shows this year with football. That's it's that way every year. Yeah. But right yeah, you, yeah. You're on top of the world. You don't have to try to you know jump to the moon. Just stay on top of the world, okay? You don't have, you don't have to go higher. So quit quit trying to get every nickel. You know, leave a couple nickels out there. So, <laughs> so anyway, Mike, that's it for Michael here, Ken Brown from WJR Radio and DetroitLions.com. Eddie Brown. We will see you Friday.